something has always has, has hit me for a while with you in particular. Yeah. Your political hero is Bobby Kennedy. Yeah. Yeah. Bobby. Well, what would Bobby do? Bobby ran. <laughs> Bobby ran. Yeah. He did it. Now, you could argue that he waited for somebody else to prove LBJ was vulnerable before jumping in. We yeah. could we could debate the particulars yeah. of of when. Um, if you're going to go bold, sometimes you go when everybody tells you not to go. Ah, uh, yes. Chunk Todd with California Governor Gavin Newsom. Hey, do what Bobby Kennedy did. What could go wrong? <laughs> of course, he left out that Bobby Kennedy was shot in the head and killed by Sirhan Sirhan, who was granted parole by the California Parole Board recently. Still waiting for Gavin Newsom to sign the paper to let him out of jail. That didn't come up in Chunk's discussion with Mr. Toothpaste. The um, the American political universe is a crazy place, completely nuts, and Chunk Todd is just a small part of that, encouraging Gavin Newsom to run against Joe Biden. But why, Chunk? Yesterday was Chunk's last day as host of uh, Meet the Press. And, uh, uh, you know, he, he proved every week for years why he didn't deserve that job, shouldn't have had that job. He's not a journalist. He's a, a Democrat Party apparatchik, as are so many network news anchors across the media spectrum. Um, it is a spectrum, right? It's, a, it's like, like gender to Democrats, they think. That's a spectrum. But, uh, but never mind that. And uh, Gavin Newsom was just blushing like, oh, shucks, and, you know, on a turned heel like a high school girl. <laughs> well, you know, yeah, Bobby Kennedy ran even though, and then he was shot in the head and assassinated, but maybe it wouldn't uh, follow that playbook. Maybe it'd be something different altogether. Well, well, well. Uh, happy Monday to you, and today is, of course, September 11th of 2023, 22 years after the the attacks of the radical Islamic jihadis, Al-Qaeda, that uh, attacked the World Trade Center in New York City, the Pentagon in uh, Arlington, Virginia, and uh, technically a D.C. mailing address, and um, also the plane that went down in Shanksville, Pennsylvania, the mass murder that launched us into the war that will never end because... You know, how do you beat an idea? Well, I'll, I'll give you a couple of couple of clues, a couple of hints. Here's how you start. You go kill the bad guys. But uh, but setting that aside, there there is a, a lot to get to. I want to get to Joe Biden in Hanoi, Vietnam, because he is apparently the president of the United States, and he went to the G20 summit in India uh, with the uh, leaders of many of the world's big economies, excluding China and Russia. You know, Putin is, he's uh, busy uh, waging a land war in Europe, and uh, Joe Biden is busy ignoring it, although sending tens of billions of dollars to the people that gave his family millions and millions of dollars. Pay no attention to any of that. No quid pro quo here. Nothing to see here. And he was kind of an embarrassment at the G20, and they didn't. It was pretty much closed to the press. And the White House, the President of the United States, they can snap their fingers, wave their hand, and say, no, we're going to open these events to the press. Uh, Prime Minister Modi of India there is taking the blame, taking the fall 
for so many of the events that would normally be open to the press uh, being closed to the press in India for the G20 summit. And it was it was an inconsequential summit. It was, they talked about the weather. You know, hey, weather is kooky, huh? Yeah, sure. Uh, when are we going to do something about it? Well, I don't know. The United States has reduced our carbon output by 20% and our particulate pollutants have been cut to almost nothing. Uh, but pay no attention to any of that. And don't take credit where credit is due because Joe Biden, God forbid, would never do that, never take credit for the United States of America for the good stuff that we're doing and the great record that we have on this because they're just, it's, you know, they're always kind of a, you know, glasses half empty with flaming death gel kind of people, apocalyptic death cult. And Joe Biden said that uh, the climate change, if you're a denier, which is like comparison to Holocaust and IRA, that you're a lion dog-faced pony soldier. He said it again in Hanoi. The Vietnamese were looking at him like, is this guy for real? And uh, sadly, uh, he is, apparently. So Joe Biden said a lot of crazy stuff. He left the G20 summit in, uh, in New Delhi, India, flew to Hanoi, Vietnam, where uh, he seemed to be right at home, didn't he? And, um, and he held something of a press conference that was an embarrassment. And he explained that he's only allowed to take five questions, and they tell him who to call on. And, you know, call on the voice of America. Call on who to study call on, probably NPR or something. You know, Democrat Party fluffers uh, in the White House press corps traveling along. And Joe Biden uh, just embarrassed himself all over the place. And I want to play audio for you of Joe Biden in Hanoi, Vietnam, embarrassing himself to the point where I honestly, and I'm not, this is not hyperbolic, I honestly believe it's time for the Democrat Party and certainly for Republicans to start demanding that Joe Biden step down as president. It's time that he steps aside. He is not up to the task of representing us in Hanoi or in New Delhi or in Washington, D.C. And he's not going to be representing us at uh, the Ground Zero location in Lower Manhattan today. He's not going to be representing us at the Pentagon, uh, Arlington, Virginia today. Dr. Jill is going to go and lay a wreath there. She's not a doctor. Or is she? Because she had the Wuhan. You know, she had the Wuhan Red Death. So I'm not sure, but she's scheduled at least to uh, to go there. And um, and uh, Shanksville. So Joe Biden is going to be at uh, Elmendorf Air Force Base uh, in Alaska for a quick stop. It's a refueling stop. And that's where the White House says he's going to be observing the attacks of September 11th, 2001. The remembrance will be in Alaska, four hours away from the East Coast, and um, on, the, on the clock. That's a lot longer than that flying. Now, he could have scheduled the stop in Vietnam for uh, the front end of the G20 summit, knock that out, go to G20, be back in plenty of time for September 11th, but no. Could have left... Hanoi, Vietnam, 10 hours earlier and made it back in time. Didn't, didn't. Uh, and it's the first time since the attacks of September 11th, the following year, 2002, of course, President Bush, uh, remembrance ceremonies and, uh, and so on. And uh, every year since, until now, and Joe Biden is breaking that tradition because, you know, he's not really on our side, is he? No, he's not. No, so I want to get into I want to get into that. Um, 
Yes, sir. And and before we do, my 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 best girl and I, we had a we had a great weekend. We uh, we were invited to go to Winchester, Virginia, beautiful Winchester, Virginia, about an hour and a half to the west of Washington D.C. And we drove out there on Saturday, and um, we met up with um, with our our friends who are involved with the Republican the Republican Party there, and. Um, and we, we uh, went to an event. We were invited to an event, and it was a great event um, at, a, at a winery in Virginia with a great owner, wonderful people. Uh, and and um, we had a nice it – was, it was a bit of a fundraiser for the, for the Republican Party of uh, Winchester, Virginia. And it went very, very well at this very nice thing. And our, and our friends, uh, uh, Greg Price and Brent Woodall – invited us out and we went and hung out with them at Greg's house a bit first and then we went to to this wonderful winery and we had uh, had a great time with uh, it was only about 80 uh, 80 people or so for the uh, for the fundraiser and it was and it was a great event on Saturday night um, and um, everybody was great met I believe I met everybody there and talked to everybody there and it was just uh, it was just a great event that uh, where everyone had fun and then it started raining uh, house pets and it was uh, that was kind of fun too but uh, wonderful wonderful winery and and um, I want to share a little bit more about that later on and I have a nice framed um, uh, item here with my name Chris Plant hereby recognized as a true friend of the Winchester Republican Committee uh, thank you I think and uh, and I thank you it was a great it's great weekend and then so Saturday night and then we went into town in Winchester and had dinner at a great place um, and um, although my f- friends with Violino were not there, the nice Italian family runs the Italian restaurant Violino in Winchester. They're in Italy now. The whole family's in Italy. Uh, you know, got to go back and re- hit refresh every now and then in Italy. So wasn't able to go to my favorite Italian restaurant there, but we went to another great place. And then yesterday, uh, my best girl found a section of the Appalachian Trail in Virginia that we went and hiked about f- four and a half or five miles I think of the Appalachian Trail. My trail name was the Governor, but that's uh, that's how we went and hiked uh, yesterday, and then came back into DC and we beat the rain and and had a great uh, great weekend. And I want to thank the the great people in in Winchester and the uh, Republican Committee uh, in Winchester for the event. It was uh, it was great. It was wonderful. It certainly was. Yes, it was. Thank you very much. Yeah, a little more about that. And uh, we were uh, talking over the weekend as well, my best girl and I. And she was reading something. You know, we spent a lot of time in the car, more than we usually do anyway, you know, um, coming back and forth and stopping places. So a couple of hours there, a couple of hours back because of the way we went, uh, the more scenic route and all that. But we were talking, my best girl is reading to me uh, from something, you know, that internet. You heard of that? That's a lot of stuff out there. And uh, my best girl was reading me about the, you know, going to the grocery store, going to the grocery store. And I had a funny thing she shared with me. She said, you go to the grocery store and you buy a loaf of bread, which is in a plastic bag. You buy some sliced turkey, sliced turkey breast at the deli counter, and they put it in a plastic bag. You get your uh, carton of eggs, a dozen eggs, and the and it comes in this molded plastic. The eggs come in this molded plastic thing. 
might be the styrofoam thing too, which uh, you know. But the the, the plastic uh, molded egg carton. Then you get a half gallon of milk, and that's in a plastic. It's in a plastic judge right. Get a an eight pack of Dr Pepper in the bottles, the sixteen ounce bottles, and they're all plastic bottles, eight plastic bottles. Right? And then you got the plastic loops that hold the the group of eight bottles together. Right. And then you get your napkins in a, wrapped in a plastic wrapper and paper towels wrapped in plastic. Then you get to the cashier, and they charge you five cents for the plastic bag because they're saving the environment. That makes good sense, doesn't it? And here's the thing. The store doesn't get the five cents. The government does. Mr. Charlie gets the five cents for the plastic bag because they're saving the planet. They're saving the environment. But everything in your plastic bag is wrapped in plastic, and uh, somehow the bag is the culprit here, and they charge you five cents for that, but it doesn't go to the store or to the plastic bag manufacturer. It goes to the government because, you know, it's a shakedown. That's the thing about that. It's a shakedown. But da 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 Isn't that amazing? Yeah, so that's kind of fun. Um, and, uh, and the government gets it. Why does the government get that five cents? You know, charge you five cents for the bag, but not for all the other plastic that you're taking home with you in the plastic bag that they're charging you five cents for that the government gets, but not the manufacturer of the plastic bag. I think the store probably pays less than a penny per bag because they mass produce the heck out of them, probably with Chinese slave labor. And, uh, and that makes sense to someone. That makes good sense. A little driving conversation with my best girl and I yesterday, you know. All right, I'm going to get to Joe Biden in Hanoi in a couple of minutes, proving, I think, that it's time that he, uh, it's time for him to step down. He's got to step down as president. And then Kamala will be the president, and she'll be the deer in the headlights. And the Democrats don't want this, but that's why Chunk Todd was pushing California Governor Gavin Newsom to jump into the race because Chunk is a Democrat Party apparatchik, and they're, here they are strategizing out in the light of day with Gavin Newsom. Oh, you need to, you need to do what Bobby Kennedy did. Maybe not the best analogy, given the way that came out. You know, President Joe Biden's plan to introduce the digital dollar and inflict it upon all of us is already underway. It's very important to understand the potential consequences because contrary to what they're telling us, this initiative is not in your best interest or mine, and Time is of the essence. So getting smart now is a really good idea if you want to protect your financial future. You can help protect your savings from the risks of the digital dollar by diversifying with IRAs in gold and silver. Time to call the experts at American Alternative Assets today at 888-4-GOLD-20. The number four, the word gold, 20. That's 888-446-5320. You're going to get all the guidance you need to safeguard your retirement savings. Say no to Joe Biden's digital dollar. Call American Alternative Assets at 888-4-GOLD-20. 888-446-5320. Call them today. Individual results may vary. There is no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results. Seek your own legal tax investment and financial advice before opening an account. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it's five cents for the plastic bag. Sorry, what? Sure. 
That makes good sense. All right, Joe Biden's still coming up. Poll numbers. Time for him to go. Mayhem in Chicago. And more Democrat crazy news coming up. Hey, it's Chris Plant, excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Book by this July 31st for extra savings. Visit ChrisPlantCruise.com. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Ah, yes. Joe Biden coming up and and your Washington Post with, uh, as is so often the case, a couple of gems today. Democrat in New Mexico suspends the Second Amendment because she was in a mood, something like that. Uh, and uh, before we get to Joe Biden, let's go back to the phones, Michael. Let's go to Tyler calling from Martinsburg, West Virginia. Tyler, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Hey, Mr. Plant, how you doing? Very well, Tyler. Thank you. Hey, good talk to you again. Hey, I was just wondering uh, if I pay an extra five cents if I can get a real straw again instead of one of those stupid paper straws that disintegrate every time I use them. I, uh, you know, if you if you give them the idea, they might take you up on that. They might start charging five cents for everything you buy in plastic too, because it's all about the shakedown. And you know, I don't know if you saw this, Tyler. I, I talked about this a week or two weeks ago. A, a study came out that found that the paper straws are actually more damaging to the environment than the plastic straws. I believe that. And also, the paper straws come wrapped in plastic. That's exactly right. They do. The paper straws come wrapped, you know, for sanitary reasons. And, and, uh, and yeah, there's literally a scientific study that the paper straws, because what they're used to bind them or something, that the uh, paper straws are more environmentally damaging less environmentally friendly than the plastic straws, which the left is trying hard to ban because of that picture. You remember that picture of the cocaine-addicted turtle, that turtle with the, the straw stuck in its nose? We think Hunter Biden did that. He was at a Hunter Biden party. And my friend Brian texted me uh, during the break, said he went to a grocery store recently and they they didn't have plastic bags, they had uh, paper bags. They said, we can sell you a paper bag for five cents. And he said, well, I'd like a plastic bag and you know, from my five cents. Said, we don't have plastic bags. And Brian said, yes, you do. And the, and the store guy said, no, sir, we don't. And he said, you have hefty bags. Bada boom. See, you sell those. You sell these, you know, 50 gallon. Those things will last like, you know, they have a half life of uranium, those uh, big hefty bags. And uh, they sell those. But this is liberalism in a nutshell. How did it get in that nutshell? Mm 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 mm. Oh, man. That's crazy. 
and a uh, sign seen in a front yard uh, in the Washington, D.C. area. Big sign, big banner, the size of a small automobile. Hunter Biden is proof that no gun law will keep a gun out of a criminal's hand. Bada boom, see? No gun law will keep a gun out. Hunter Biden is proof of that. That's kind of fun. That's good stuff. Yes, sir. All right, let's get to Joe Biden because, you know, he's Joe Biden. Joe Biden. And I, too many stories to get to. I'll see what I can do. Here is, uh, and the uh, there are a couple of different versions of the story that I grabbed, but the, uh, the Portland Tribune has the headline, Nike closing landmark MLK Jr. Boulevard store because of crime. That's the Portland Tribune in Portland, Oregon. Nike, and uh, they're from that uh, neck of the woods, right? Nike, those Nike people. And uh, Portland has committed suicide. They, they got into a tub and opened a vein like Frankie Five Angels in The Godfather. Nike confirmed on Friday it is permanently closing its flagship store on Northeast Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard. Coin, K-O-I-N-6 News, the uh, TV station out there, confirmed the closure. On the afternoon of September 8th, the closure comes months after Nike requested a security partnership with the city of Portland because of crime in the area. Portland, Oregon. Thank you. There are a lot of Democrats. There's a lot of crime. In February, Portland Mayor Ted Wheeler, who's a radical left-wing extremist, nutcase, announced he would increase patrols in the area as Nike reopened the store. But the store on uh, Martin Luther King Boulevard remained closed for months. Nike officials told Coin News that they are, I love this, reimagining its retail spaces. They're going to reimagine, and it's going to be safe this time in their imagination. And considering some future locations as part of a revitalization plan. But, you know, but here's the uh, the thing about this. It's crime and mayhem. The post-millennia has um, uh, has the, uh, the kind of the better right through on it. The post-millennial people, you know them. Nike permanently closes iconic Portland store amid, quote, theft and safety issues, end quote. It looks like it's game over, is the sub-headline. And they, again, this radical left-wing mayor who's pro-crime and pro-criminal. Nike has officially closed an iconic Portland store due to the city's rampant crime and retail th- theft. This after the athletic shoe giant had hoped to reopen its location on Northeast Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard after making the decision to temporarily close the store earlier this year. In February, Nike went to great lengths to try to salvage its Martin Luther King community store and sent a letter to Portland Mayor Ted Wheeler, uh, city officials, and and asking for more police presence to combat, combat the ongoing retail theft. The company was open to creating an intergovernmental agreement because they're lefties, they think that'd do it then. Then they learned what really goes on. With the city of Portland to direct uh, directly fund full-time police officers, they would pay for the police officers, who would be selected to police the store, or they would pay off-duty police bureau officers as contracted 
security. But none of that worked out because Ted Wheeler is a radical leftist. The request was denied by the city due to the police department's detrimental staffing crisis. And uh, that's because of Democrats. They've demonized the police and people are retiring from police and resigning from police station, police departments rather. And you can't get new recruits to sign up because Democrats, um, are, are they all criminals, Michael? I mean, this is it's a legitimate question. Kind of amazing stuff. But the, um, the crime, the theft, so rampant that they had to close down the store. In Portland, this is not... New York City, it's not the South Bronx, it's not Detroit, it's Portland, because the Democrats are like a disease that is everywhere. They're like a sexually transmitted disease, aren't they? Is it STD or STI? Because they, they keep going back and forth on that. But, uh, you know, and the store is trying to sound all liberal-minded and, hey, you know, we're back to our roots and we want to be inclusive. And, you know, they're being robbed blind, so they had to shut down their flagship store. Now, uh, again, uh, Whole Foods shut down their flagship store in San Francisco. Nordstrom shut down their their two stores in San Francisco, Nordstrom Big Department Store and Nordstrom Rack, where you get the uh, cheaper stuff. And I had to close them down because Democrats and crime and because their political leaders are pro-crime and pro-criminal. Nike had to close it, they said, because a safe and secure workplace is essential for our employees, customers, and communities. Sure. We have proposed a sustained and coordinated partnership with the city for a, to better protect employees, consumers, and the community. They love that word. Surrounding our MLK community store. Keep using the word community. Uh, but they've been robbed blind so constantly and then, of course, you know, Democrats say, well, you can't interfere with shoplifters just because they're robbing you blind because we'll put you in jail if you interfere with the crime. It's their kids committing the crimes. You know, it's the Democrat Party. Uh, now, speaking of dumb Democrats and dumb Democrat ideas, so much crime, so much shoplifting, so much mayhem, danger to their employees and to their customers, had to close it. Now there's a shoe desert there. They got a shoe desert, and you know they're going to blame Nike because they're Democrats. They never take responsibility for anything. They don't have to, don't you know? There. All right, let's go to uh, let's go to Joe Biden. Joe Biden was in uh, Hanoi, Vietnam, the uh, communist capital of modern Vietnam, and he was meeting with the communists. And then he held what was supposed to be a press conference, and he said out loud that. Um, he is only allowed to take five questions, and they told him who to take the questions from, from the Reuters news agency, Bloomberg, uh, Agence France Press, AFP, and then the BBC, which is British, and AFP is theoretically French, but it's global, and then VOA, the Voice of America. And, and that was it. And then he had to go, because he had to go sleepy time. It was uh, bedtime. He had to get some porridge. They brought a VHS tape with an episode of Hazel. And here is Joe Biden saying that really the greatest danger facing all of humanity is climate change. He didn't say that the U.S. had cut our CO2 output by 20 percent. Um, he didn't say that because he never never gives us props, never promotes the United States of America. But here's uh, Joe Biden talking about climate change. And we'll start with number one. I know he kind of backs into it. 
But he, uh, Joe Biden, whipped out one of his old crazy lines about lion, f- dog-faced pony soldiers. If you don't believe global warming like he does, then you're a lion, dog-faced pony soldier. My brother loves having there's famous lines from movies that he always quotes. You know, it's not famous. One, one of them is there's there's a movie about John Wayne. He's an Indian scout. He's an Indian and scout. They're trying to get the. I think it was the Apache. One of the great tribes of America one back of them. on the reservation and he's standing with the Union so he's they're all on they're and they're on their horses and their saddles what? and this is Vietnam three or four Indians in headdresses and the Union soldiers. The Union soldiers basically saying the Indians, come with me, we'll take care of you, we'll be everything will be good and the Indian scout the Indian looks at John Wayne and points to the Union soldier and says, he's a lion dog faced pony soldier. Well, there's a lot of lion dog-faced pony soldiers out there about about global warming, but not anymore. All of a sudden, well, there are, there are. It's a problem. It's a problem. And it's just like seeing the light. He's whispering. He's making up this lion dog-faced pony soldier thing again. His brother. He was expecting a laugh. He didn't get one. Please laugh. Please clap. I don't believe the movie line actually exists anywhere. I believe it's been fact-checked and people have looked for this line and and that uh, it was never uttered, but he continues. And again, he's in Vietnam, and he sounded like he was falling asleep. And then he started whispering, and he was he was standing there holding onto the podium with both hands. And um, honestly, Joe Biden, he's president of the United States, lion dog face, pony soldier, climate change, and and the telling of this story, he said there are a lot of people out there that still deny climate change and they're lying dog-faced pony soldiers. And then he said that there aren't a lot of people out there uh, because he had forgotten what he had just said moments before. But pay no attention to that. And then here comes climate change, which, you know, you may think that nuclear apocalypse would be a bad thing, whether at the hands of the Iranians or the communist Vladimir Putin and communist Russia. Um, or maybe the Chinese communists uh, or the North Korean communists or, you know, these are the people threatening to annihilate uh, the world with uh, nuclear attack. But here's Joe Biden. He knows they are, these people are really concerned about the weather. You know, I'm always reminded of Katie Porter. The earth is on fire and we're all going to die soon uh, as Democrat Congresswoman from California. Uh, Katie Porter explained that's, that's what her, her daughter said, her nine-year-old daughter the earth is on fire and we're all going to die soon. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Uh, and here's Joe Biden on nuclear war versus, you know, a 1.5 degree increase in the global temperature. There's more carbon observed from the air into the Amazon region, observed? into the ground, the ground, than admitted in the entire United States on the same basis. Now imagine if people go in and do what we did. 150, 200, 250 years ago, and what? cut down the forest and the, start farming in that area. No longer have that great carbon sink. We, you know, it's gonna, it, would, it would be a gigantic problem. So we should be going to areas, whether it's in the Congo or other places, as, as the G7 nations and as the wealthy G20 nations, though, and providing the kind of infrastructure they need to be able to benefit. And guess what? In addition to helping the environment overall, and the only existential threat humanity faces, even more frightening than a 
than a nuclear war. Here it is. Is global warming going above 1.5 degrees in the next 20, 10 years? And we're it'd be real trouble. There's no way back from that. There's no way back from that. Let's forget about nuclear apocalypse, nuclear war, nuclear weapons, uh, city busters blowing up major cities. Forget about that. There's no way back from that. And he uh, still, I read to you last week from the Environmental Protection Agency's own website, the EPA, saying that the United States of America has reduced our CO2 output by 20%. And he, and he never mentions that because that would be a point in our favor. And he's not on our side. But that's uh, Joe Biden. And, uh, you know, forget about nuclear bombs, nuclear war. You know, when, and again, the Obama-Biden administration gave a green light to Iran, spinning centrifuges and enriching uranium and advancing their ballistic missile program unimpeded and uninspected. But Joe Biden didn't get anything that might you know, reflect well on the United States, be a model for other countries because he is, uh, you know, he's Joe Biden. Now, here he is. Uh, he's, uh, he's been told he can only take five questions because people tell him where to stand, how to walk. Uh, here's the list of people that will uh, offer their friendly questions and um, Joe Biden. Now I will take your questions. Let me see. They told me they gave me five people here. They told me um, five people here. Uh, uh, of Reuters. And Dita of, uh, of uh, Reuters. Uh, and then we're going to get into the uh, press conference because he is Joe Biden. And and this press conference, this should be called the Step Down Press Conference. It should be given a name. This is the press conference that led to Joe Biden stepping down as president of the United States. He's going to have to fake that illness that he talked about a couple of years ago. Hey, do you have uh, odors in your home you just can't get rid of? You've tried. Well, well, now you can get rid of any stinky odor with the Eden Pure Thunderstorm Air Purifier. I have two of them. The thunderstorm gets rid of strong odors from cooking, cigarette smoke, litter boxes, trash cans. Even leftists are no match for the Eden Pure Thunderstorm. The thunderstorm starts working in a matter of seconds. Clear any room of any odor. And... Big news here, there are no filters to buy on a schedule and mail away for go-to-home depot to to replace again and again. No, sir. More than 350,000 thunderstorms sold. Thousands of five-star reviews online, glowing reviews. It works like a champ. And during this week, I've got a great deal for you to get your own thunderstorms. Right now, you can save $200 on three Eden Pure thunderstorms for a whole home protection. Put one in the teenager's room. Put one in your office. Bring one to work. That's three units for under $200. You just go to EdenPureDeals.com on Al Gore's amazing internet. Enter the discount code CHRIS. That's me. EdenPureDeals.com. The discount code is CHRIS. And you get free shipping. Yeah. Joe Biden press conference. The step-down press conference. That's coming. Then he wanders off like a jellyfish. I want to play it for you. Stay right there. And on this anniversary of the 2001 attacks on September 11th, uh, it's also important to remember, and we have our brilliant and patriotic listeners 
bringing this up with us also. Got to remember September 11th, 2012, the Benghazi attacks, again, by radical Islamic jihadi troglodytes from hell. And uh, they murdered the U.S. ambassador to Libya, Christopher Stevens, and um, another State Department information officer, Sean Smith. And they murdered two uh, great American warriors who at uh, this point in their career were CIA operatives and um, in Libya on a mission, uh, Glenn Doherty and Tyrone Woods. Glenn Doherty and Tyrone Woods, both of them were uh, had been Navy SEALs and then uh, left the Navy, went to work for a CIA, and they were, they were assigned um, to Libya. And, and, and we still don't know everything about all that, but you may remember that's when Hillary Clinton, uh, this murder happened, and, and they, uh, the, the Obama administration didn't send in people to respond to all of this, and Hillary Clinton famously uh, blew it off with this. The fact is, we had four dead Americans. Was it because of a protest, or was it because of guys out for a walk one night who decided they'd go kill some Americans? What difference at this point does it make? She was, of course, the Secretary of State at the time, and, and our ambassador was one of the people murdered and another State Department employee. And then uh, two great Americans, Tyrone Woods and Glenn Doherty, uh, were murdered that day, too. Um, they did not go out quietly. And that um, 2012, the Obama-Biden administration and Hillary Clinton, Secretary of State, our chief diplomat, and what difference at this point does it make? Another event to be remembered on this date and another comment to be remembered about Hillary Clinton and you know, uh, who these Democrats are. More Joe Biden coming up. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was the three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.